Welcome to An American's Guide to Bollywood, where today we watched Mom, starring Sri Devi, a revenge film about a mother who gets revenge for her stepdaughter who's been assaulted. Hi, I'm Rose. I'm Hannah. And this is the first in our revenge movie series. That's right, and there was no B-plot. This was all revenge all the time. Yeah, there really wasn't. Everything was definitely connected to the whole, and there was no comic relief or anything. Nope. It was just a very serious revenge film. Yes. But it's funny, as a revenge film, it didn't set my teeth on edge the way some of them do. Yeah, and, and it was. It I mean, it was on. Un- okay, <laughs> let me say. Actually, there were a couple things that were done that I felt were unnecessary. Mostly just because I couldn't. I didn't like the idea of it. But generally speaking, overall, yeah. it wasn't like one horrible thing after another where I was like, I feel worse for the victims <laughs> than right, for exactly. you. Yeah, like you definitely. Well, and part of that is they spend so long. They spend half the movie setting it up before she really starts revenging. Mm-hmm. And I think that really was good pacing. And it also ensures that you do not ever feel bad for the people that she's doing this to. Yeah, there's only one guy that I feel bad for. And we'll get into that later. Yeah. But the revenging was not as graphic (laughs) as some of the other revenge movies we've done. Like I... Right. Where exactly. I was just like, oh my gosh, I can't, I, I need a breather What's after this. This was yeah. too intense. But interestingly, this is a revenge movie that's really about the complicated relationships between stepmothers and stepdaughters. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Sri Devi is a teacher at her stepdaughter's school. And it only makes their relationship worse. Her stepdaughter seems to have never accepted her, even though she... It's not clear how long she's been there, but I guess however old her sister is. Yeah, her sister's... Yeah, I was thinking like seven or eight, too. So it's been a while. And, you know, add a couple years to that. Right. So... So... Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, The daughter's first mom is dead, so she's out of the picture. But she's never accepted her, even though Sri Devi is the best mom in the world. The best teacher in the world. Yes. When she has to teach muscles, she uses an old photo of, (laughs) an old shirtless photo of Salman Khan. (laughs) Which was adorable. Yeah. And she's, of course, just so charming as an actress. We haven't seen anything with her on this podcast yet, but she's just so charming. Right. She's a huge star. I mean... She died, actually, yeah, she tra- pretty young. she tragically drowned a few years ago. Yeah, she had a brain aneurysm, I think, oh. and then drowned in the tub. It was it was very sad, because she was pretty young yeah, when it she happened. Was. She was in her 40s, I think. Well, hadn't she just come back to the movie scene? She yeah. just started working again, mm-hmm. which everyone was so excited about, and then... Yeah, but she she's quite charming. Yeah, so, and she this really is, is. Weirdly shown to full effect in this movie. It weirdly is. And you know, she, yes, she's horrified and angry and all this stuff and rage-filled, but 
she, you can tell that she's doing this because she feels like she doesn't have another choice. Mm -hmm. And no one else is going to do it. Because when she's executing these plots and things, she's so nervous. She's shaking. She's jumpy. It's a really... I think a pretty good portrayal of what it would really be like if somebody, just a normal person, was like, well, I'm going to start poisoning people and doing all these things. Yeah. And she's so natural on screen that you really feel all, like, the whole breadth of emotion with her. Yeah. And everyone was good, you know? The the father was really good, even though he didn't have a big part in it. Mm -mm. He was really good. The daughter... She was great. The private detective was Nawazuddin Sidike. It took me a while to recognize him. Oh, man, I couldn't believe it was him. He, the hair they put him in, I mean, they dressed this guy down, and they did a great job. And he's so good that he could blend into the role. I mean, I wondered if, he, he also, like, spoke with some kind of, like, not a lisp, but, like, something like that. But he's always great. And, honestly, the guy who played the cop. Akshay Khanna is the guy's name. And he was in, he came up in acting in the 90s, early 2000s, late 90s, along with the cons and everyone else. And he, uh, this is honestly the first movie I've seen him in that I actually liked him in. (laughs) It's just, he was playing like these like, poetic, romantic roles, and he just wasn't... Clearly, everyone else liked him, but, like, I don't like him in those roles, and I don't think he plays them very well. However, this, I was really impressed by. I thought he did really well. He was so good in this. And, I mean, he should... If that's the case for his other roles, he should always play roles like this, because he was so good in it. And probably now that he's older, I think this is... More what he's doing. Playing. Yeah. yeah. But I was really impressed by how good he was in this. Oh, yeah. There was an unfortunate lack of singing and dancing. Ooh, yeah, zero. Least I've ever seen in an Indian movie, to be there honest. There was a club scene, and that was it. But it yeah. wasn't like an actual song and dance. It was just Mm-mm. there was, was clubbing that was happening. Yeah. And then, because this is a revenge movie, definitely, like, R-rated. Absolutely, Yeah. Nothing super explicit. I mean, it's not... They don't show anything. But it's disturbing. Yeah, and they do show the emotional aftermath and, like, the horror of finding out what's happened to your daughter and, like, when she's coming to terms with what's happened to her. And she's in the hospital for a long time recovering. It's, like, it's really bad. Yeah, it's, like, weeks. Yeah. Because they they really did try to kill her Mm -hmm. afterwards. And then the stuff that Sri Devi does is disturbing also. Yeah. Like, kids really shouldn't. Yeah. seeing that so definitely r-rated but i mean this could be seen by anyone i think oh my gosh it's... i mean it's not a movie i would choose to introduce people to bollywood with <laughs> but i think it's completely understandable oh yeah there's nothing about this that doesn't translate oh of course the one thing it does do which people may be frustrated by <laughs> if they're not used to watching bollywood movies is at least the version on Netflix will not translate the bits that are spoken in English. Oh, yeah, that is true. Which, her accent's pretty good. Uh, but it's not good English. enough. Yeah, no, no, you have to be paying attention. You can't, yeah. you can't be like... You're not going to not notice yeah. that, oh, I heard, I understood that instead of reading it. Yeah, exactly. So that's all for non-spoilers. We'll do spoilers after the interval. 
So the revenge bit that I felt, what's interesting is that the revenging wasn't just how to murder people. That's right. Which I feel like is what it normally is mm-hmm. in movies. It's just like creative ways to kill people. Yeah. But the revenging actually involved very little murder. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, people might die, but it was not like she just straight up murdered people in creative ways. It yeah, was more like the after really, effect. She, yeah. Yeah. She only straight up murdered one person. And then she did murder that bodybuilding guy. But only he didn't die until much later. Yes. Only after a great deal of suffering. Yes. And the first guy only died because he fell over and hit his head. That, for me, was the most disturbing revenge. I don't like body mutilation. Absolutely. Just as a concept. I don't like it. it's horrifying. Yeah, that was the worst one for sure. Yeah. Um, And he's the guy where, honestly, like, I felt sorry for him. Like, I felt like it would have been better to just kill him. Um, Good news. He he, he did did. it to himself. Yeah, he died anyway. And also, I just, like, can't imagine, like, did she do that? I mean, who did that? Like, that's horrific. I don't think so. I think those ladies took him to someone else who did it. Well, whatever. That person needs to be put away. Like, someone who can just do that. Especially who's doing it, like, freelance. They don't even know this guy. Yeah. I hope they at least had to hear what he did first. It was a big case, so maybe they had heard about the case. That's true. And I do Um, like that it was actually a big case. It wasn't just the police being like, yeah, we don't believe you. Get out of here. Like, they did the investigative work. They tried to put the people on trial. The evidence got fudged up. Mm Mm-hmm. So, which is also fairly universal, um, that, you know, that's why rape victims everywhere don't frequently don't say anything because this is how the cases turn out, even when everybody's trying their hardest. Well, and in this case, they, the evidence, there was corruption that was involved. Right. But yeah, but frequently there's just not a lot of evidence, physical evidence that can be used to prosecute, in which case it's just a he said, she said, which... Yeah. Is difficult for anyone to, I mean, that's difficult for a jury. Like, you know, say what you will for anything. It's difficult for a jury to decide a case like that where it's just he said, she said. Yeah. There's like not a lot to prove there. Um, I do have a hard time believing that they tested her after they found her body. Like the blood showed a blood alcohol level because they found her the next morning. Yeah, that's true. And she didn't seem... She wasn't drunk. Really drunk or anything. She was probably, she was drinking a little bit, but like the idea that by the time they got to the hospital and drew her blood, she still had blood in her, like alcohol in her blood was, is crazy. Yeah. And and I get it. It's constantly used to disprove victim statements, but still. Well, and it's kind of funny because whatever, even if she had been drinking and you feel like maybe the sex was consensual and she just regretted it later whatever it was that they said she was in the hospital with severe injuries she didn't ask to be attempted murdered 
Right. I know, right? And that's and that's the thing. Like they they're like, well, her statement can't be relied upon at all. And I'm like, you can't even rely upon her statement that like these are the people she was with. Like, yeah, that's a very basic thing. Because someone tried to kill her in a really brutal way. Yeah. So the apple seed revenge was interesting, and it actually made me look up the cyanide quantity in apple seeds. Well, let's hope nobody frames you. Oh, good point. (laughs) Um, Well, because I was like, people say this all the time, where they're like, oh, be careful eating apples if you swallow a seed that's got cyanide in it. And I'm like, that is nonsense. It's not going to kill me if I swallow an apple seed. Uh, Because for one thing, guess how apple trees are spread? Right. It's through animals eating the seeds. Yes. And, like, the seed's not going to break apart inside you. Yes. And if the cyanide is in the coating, then that doesn't make sense because, again, it's a fruit to be eaten. It wouldn't be. Well, yeah, because the cyanide only is released when it interacts with your digestive system, maybe. There was some thing where it's not that cyanide's present, it's that cyanide manifests. But also, I don't think it was in the coating. And that's why the seeds were ground up, for starters. And actually, if he was eating enough of that protein shake stuff, mm-hmm. it could have caused problems. Like, if that's all it was, yeah. interestingly, wow, there is enough cyanide in it that you would have to eat several grams of it because, because it wasn't enough to kill him, because it was mm-hmm. only enough to paralyze him. Right. He would still have to put a lot in his drink. It couldn't just be, like, a small spoonful. Yeah. But if he put enough of it in his drink, it would have caused paralysis. Oh, a spoonful's a few grams. Yeah, well, but especially when guys are putting protein in their protein shakes. Yeah. Especially, like, a big one. Yeah. I'm always surprised by how much people put in. Because you have to put a lot in, and I think of, like, little teaspoons of stuff. Yeah. As a major additive ingredient. So that was actually accurate. I was surprised by that. Well, and it was a really creative way to do it with stuff that she had access to, Mm -hmm. easy access to. And then for her to frame his cousin for it, I thought was so ingenious. Especially because he has a built-in motive by the fact that they were both there that night, so he could be afraid Mm -hmm. that he was going to tell on him. Exactly. It was clever. Yep. And, man, that guy. When he walked by her at school, smirked at her. That guy was the worst. Oh, man. The kid they got to play that, that person was... Perfect for a little villain. Yes. Also, if a boy sends a girl inappropriate images, exceptionally inappropriate images, on your cell phone, don't throw a cell phone out the window. Take it to the administration or the police. Yeah. Come on, man. I know. Well, Sri Devi's not perfect. No, she's not. I feel like they didn't bring that up in court as a motive for why he'd want to hurt her. Yeah, all they did was mention that he didn't have a cell phone so he couldn't be tracked on the day. Which I think is funny that he wouldn't have gotten another one by then, but maybe it happened really soon after. I don't remember what the timeline was on that. Yeah, I feel like it was, like, one day. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, generally speaking, the revenge stuff held together pretty well, which a lot of the time it doesn't. And I kind of liked that one of the guys didn't go down easy. Yeah, the guy that was, like, a gangster. Yeah, he was, like, absolutely not. I mean, the cop was right. He was like, don't mess with this guy. Yeah. 
And the guy was like, uh, I'm being proactive about this. And it was good that the cop wasn't just, like, wholeheartedly supporting what she was doing. Yes. Exactly. It was weird that he did at the end, but I think... I think that he got worried also that justice would never be served to this guy. Yeah, and by that point, there was no turning back from that. Yeah. It was a little bit of a, it seemed like a little bit of an abrupt turnaround, but you could kind of understand it. Yeah. It just wasn't as well set up, I think. And my goodness, what a stepmother in India has to do to get the love of her stepdaughter is crazy. Uh, kill or incarcerate for rapists is... So first, she has to get raped. Yeah. Then, her stepmother has to take out revenge. Mm Mm-hmm. All just to hear the word mom from her lips. That's right. And her daughter, her stepdaughter was into it. Yeah. There's no hesitation. Well, that's the thing. This movie, if you want a movie that endorses revenge wholeheartedly, as soon as the first guy dies, the daughter starts to pull out of her catatonic depression. And guess what? Most of these revenges... (laughs) Most of these movies support revenge wholeheartedly. Yes, they do. It's like, like, she's definitely only getting better because this is happening. Yeah. So, a bit of a mixed message here. I mean, I understand the desire for justice, but again, this is something that's a little bit foreign. Right. This is much more of a a thing that you see in modern America than you used to. Mm -hmm. And even then, it's a little on the edge of what's acceptable. Yeah, it is. Especially if you're not just going to shoot them. If you're going to do the kind of stuff that she did, that's even more out there. Yes, Americans will accept a certain amount of vigilantism as long as it's the only available option and you don't do anything weird about it. Exactly. Don't get too into it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I think, where it comes off um, well in this movie is that even though she was doing this crazy stuff, she was terrified the whole time she was doing it. She was never, like, laughing about it. Even when she went to go see that guy, she was just angry. She was, like, no smiling and gloating. A little bit of gloating. Well, I it's guess a, it was inherently gloating. Yeah, but. in the hospital. But you definitely felt like she had no other choice. Yeah. If she wanted justice. So. For sure. Yeah. So next will be... A movie that I'm going to pronounce Kabil. They're always, the stress is always on the syllable that I don't choose at first. I know. So. Same. I, same. I can't pick right. Yeah. But it stars Rithik Roshan as a blind man who's getting vengeance for his wife, who's also blind. There's a lot of blind people in this movie. And it is available for streaming also on Netflix. So we'll see you next time on An American's Guide to Bollywood. For more of An American's Guide to Bollywood, go to guidetobollywood.com. To contact us, write us at moreismorepodcast at gmail.com.